My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Black History Month's already been decided. You can't vote on it. Hey guys, welcome <laughs> to Two Bears, One Cave. Dude, Fuck you. I was in the fucking, I was in, wait, can I run through all my fake ones that I uh, wanted to do? Sure. I was going to go, so this is your freestyle? <laughs> my name's Big Tommy Buns. I bring the guns. Huns? What? Buns? Um, God damn it. Mm. You didn't like that one? No. Why? Do you know what I was going to do for Black History Month? What? I was going to do. Petition? No. I was going to do 28 podcasts with each with a black person do 28 and every day release them to celebrate black history month how'd that plan go it didn't go well because <laughs> leanne just very quickly goes why wouldn't you just have black people on normally and i went what do you mean and she's like why wouldn't you just make an attempt to put more black people on your podcast and i was like that's a good call i was like yeah i guess i was like here i am making a stunt out of black history month yeah as opposed to so i called donnell he's on my podcast this week <laughs> donnell 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 does his impression of ari yeah. which i don't know if it's okay to laugh at yet yeah but it is fucking hilarious what is he i don't know i gotta get i gotta i gotta call donnell okay no i'll, I'll, yeah. I'll just just listen to the podcast it's fucking um but yeah so yeah weight loss is going great is that what you're gonna ask <laughs> No, Dude, I'm with you. You should I just am... you should keep them to February. But so, um, <laughs> are you losing weight? Huh. Well, because you're on the road again. I'm on the road again, and, and man, I my lifestyle has gotten so bad on the road. It's, no, no, you. I bought 36 bottles of hot sauce in my favorite hot sauce in San Jose. Why did you get so many? They're so good. But 36. Oh, I meant to bring you some, motherfucker. 36. They're the best hot sauce you've ever. I mean, had. most people would be like, I like this thing here. I'm gonna buy two. I was like, drunk. I was drunk when we went there, and I and 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 they had they they filled up. I said, "I'll take. Let me get like you know sixteen or whatever, fifteen. And they did it, and it just filled up half a box. I was like, "Ah, fuck it. Load the rest of the box up." She was like, 
okay. He's like, do you want to know how much that costs? And I was like, nah. Nah. Just charge it. <laughs> but they only last a month, so I'm going to give them out to everyone. So it's my present. Yeah, yeah. cool. I'll get you some. They're fucking amazing. I would love, what's it called? It's called Orange Sauce. Orange Sauce. It's like from La... How, La, was, how was the road? Fun? Great. great. Dude, I am... I, I, I wish I could get... This is what I liked about stand-up. Is like just the beginnings parts of bits. Yeah. Where you're figuring it out and then you figure parts out. Yep. And then you're excited to get on stage the next yeah, time because yeah. you go, oh, I got a little bit. The Towards the end of the last tour, right before shooting the special. Yeah. I, that's when it, that's the almost depressing stand up. It's, it's the worst part of it. I totally agree. I, I, I see it the same way. It's where it is, is like you feel like, well, you know, this is basically figured out, right? Or yeah. at least as far as you're going to figure it out. And then you're just waiting to shoot it. And you start to, what happens is you can walk out there, you can kill, I mean, have a standing ovation and then walk off and you feel bummed out. You're like, well, it's because you're not dude. I, I've excited. Yeah, I felt like that right towards the end. And now I have bits that not, aren't even that good. The, I, I have this bit about you that is so goddamn funny. It is so, and it, and it's just, I'm at that part now where I'm on stage, I'm having fun in it. Yeah. Like I know the parts that do well and I know that the end really kills uh -huh. so I can have fun in the middle and, and stretch. So you're like, I got a friend, he lifts a lot. What, how does it start? Oh yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Uh, me and my buddy, he's this big overweight guy and everyone starts going, Tom, and I go, wait, you guessed his name. Shut up. How did you know? <laughs> It's a fucking. I did so a, much fun. I didn't realize like how much people love like talking about each other because yeah. When I was in Australia, no, in New Zealand, I uh, they they gave they I asked for a whatever the All Blacks, you know, yeah, New yeah. Zealand. So they brought me a sweatshirt. So I walk out on stage with it, and like ten minutes in, I'm like, this is a I'm in an inferno. I'm like sweating. So I go, I'm gonna pull a Bert, and I start taking it off. They start like cheering, and then I go, I'm not taking everything off. I'm not like, <laughs> I start like talking like you. Dude, the place went fucking crazy just it's, being like, you know, a it's drunk guy. Crazy. It's crazy because, you know, I've always steered away from it. I've always steered away from it. And like, like, even in this new special, I have a joke where I mention you and Rogan. And I, I felt, I, I always, even when I wrote it, it was real, it was true. Mm -hmm. But it, I always felt cheap doing it, yeah. Because I was like, I was like, God damn it, am I like name dropping? Because mm. I know you guys are both bigger comics than me, so I'm like, am I name dropping? I'm trying to make myself seem like I'm at their level or whatever. And but then, uh, but then, I was in Vermont and I did this joke about me and you, and Leanne came back. She was always sits in the audience. Yeah, she comes back. She's like, Oh my god. She was. I gotta be honest with you. They were. There were people were going nuts in there. As yeah. soon as you said Tom's name, they were going nuts. And she was like, and I got to be honest with you, it's so cool hearing about you talk about your relationship with Tom on stage. I was like, really? She was like, oh, especially the way you're doing it, it makes it, she's like, there were guys hitting, and this I, this happened so many times this past weekend. There were guys hitting people. I, I can't really explain all of the bit without giving it away. Yeah. Hitting each other going, dude. That's me and you. Yeah, yeah. To their buddies. And then guys were coming up to me at these shows and going, uh, so I'm Bert and he's Tom. And I was like, <laughs> but it's, it's part of the, ugh. <laughs> and he's like, I live outside. He has a house. <laughs> I got a pool. He likes ponds. 
I'm gonna. St- I started one where I go. I have um. I have a friend, and hate fills his heart, and it's like a, It's a way to like introduce you. Um, <laughs> and the audience knows. They know. Fucking Ron, my tour bus driver. Yeah. Goes the other day. He goes. Yeah, man, you are racist. <laughs> I go, fucking, I go, Ron, I'm not fucking, you've been with me on the road. And he goes, no, I just like saying that, man. I just See, like saying that. It's fun. It's fun. Hey, Ron. Fuck. Oh. Mm. Uh, does anything smell better than gasoline? I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Can I tell you what I think smells better? What? The draw. Cinnamon rolls. The draw of us of sulfur through the cigarette right when you take your first hit. You smoking cigarettes now? Yeah, I start Oh, I didn't tell you I started smoking cigarettes? No. Oh yeah. I started smoking. This is so great. How, how many are you up to? Um, well, it's just when I get faded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, it's, it's, it's not a lot. I mean, do you hit half a pack? No. I don't. I'm not smoking. Oh fuck. <laughs> I'm going to bring you a carton. Uh, I was almost going to go with that joke and start smoking to catch you. I fooled you. Joke's on you. I don't really smoke. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh. Oh. How long have you stopped smoking? Last time I had a cigarette was um, 10 years ago. No, that's not real. That's true. That's not. That can't be. A hundred percent true. That can't be. Ten fucking years ago. Ten years ago was last time I had a cigarette. I've had cigars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, when when was your last cigarette? Do you remember your last cigarette? It was. Um, it was in L.A. I was living um, in that shitty. Uh, what's it called? MacArthur in Park. Yeah, yeah. That's I love that. Was, so when, that was when you were going through your pie phase. <laughs> pie phase oh wait oh the pecan pie I sometimes I get it mixed up with my chocolate souffle uh, stage <laughs> uh, they were around the same time but <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> the pecan pie stage by the way is is your remember, wife's fault I remember you got the car you're like I'm going through a big pie phase right now <laughs> Well, I think it's that we tried pie at your house. Yeah, pecan. See, Liam Bert makes a fucking amazing and Leanne pecan pie. used to um, fucking feed us because we were so poor. God, I remember and, those days. And I would go over to their house, and little Isla was like two, and the cutest little two-year-old. And um, George would be like, hey, and then walk away. And <laughs> She's then, still like that. Yeah, hey. she, she would just be like, mm. and Isla would like play, and, and then... But you would make these elaborate dinners. You could really fucking cook, unless a chef is there. Unless the chef was there. But you, he would do elaborate dinners. I mean, the kitchen would be a fucking it, mess. It would be a mess. And I'd be like, are you going to clean this up? You're like, I'm a guy. And then... Uh, By the way, I still feel like that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I do too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not cleaning it. I, I was, I'm sorry that I was raised in the 70s and I watched my mom clean, but yeah. I guess I'll be in the living room. The same, the same. So... Uh, but you do this, and then one day, Leanne had made this pie, yeah, pecan pie, and we tried it, and both of it, Christine and I were like, "What the fuck?" And she's like, "Uh, you're," she was like, "Well, 
That's my grandma's recipe. That's Granny's recipe. Yeah. And she pulled out of a uh, cookbook, and it would be written, handwritten, on like a little like yeah, like like oh. a little Confederate flag, and it was like little all <laughs> jotted down. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not too far from the truth. <laughs> and then I remember that's one of those things that was so good, like that you immediately. <laughs> Like, you know, sometimes you eat things that people cook and you're like, that's really good. Or then like, you know, I, I, I'd love to get the recipe. And then sometimes you're like, no, no, no. Like I want, I remember saying like, I want the recipe. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, no problem. And then the next day I called her and I was like, hey, so I'm following up <laughs> on the recipe because it's like all we talked about. She used to get the, pe- she get pecans from Georgia. They bring uh, her like a, a, a bunch of pecans out. Her, uh. Her granny was an interesting person. Those are people, throwback people. Oh, yeah. They, they don't man. exist at all. Yeah. That, that whole... I mean, to put it like in perspective, Leanne grew up on a dirt road, right? Yeah, so went to school what barefoot. Did, what did her grandmother grow up like? By the way, same dirt road. I mean... They, yeah, they, they were sharecroppers in the... In the, the there was no a place shoes where they, to school? No shoes up until like third grade. I mean, it might be older. I might be too old, but yeah. Until she moved to Atlanta. When she moved to Atlanta, she had to wear shoes to school. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> Atlanta was probably like, hey, are you watching that Michael Vick documentary? No, I saw a little clip of it. Where is it? Where is it on? Is on it... ESPN 30 for 30. No, I haven't seen it yet. It is, it's amazing what a amazing athlete he was. Mm, I remember. Dude, he was, uh, he, you know that, that Lamar Jackson? Is yeah. That, is that his name? Yeah. Lamar Jackson, he's exciting to watch like Michael Vick. Yeah. Like just. They're ridiculous athletes. Ridiculous. God. Both had crazy arms. Both have like, like not just speed, but top tier. Like there, there's used to be the thing like you're fast for a quarterback because yeah. a quarterback's traditionally slow. And then like those guys are fast for fast guys. They're fast they're, for, they're fast for wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah, man. They're, they're, they're other level. You it's know? that I'm telling you that documentary is right. Amazing. I'm at the part where he, the, the, they, I didn't know any of this, but the, County prosecutor didn't follow through and file charges for the dog fighting original originally. Right, he grew up around there, and he was like, "No, it's just it's dog. It's a dog fight. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah." And then, uh, it it was it's. I mean, they're making it sound like it was white women that brought Michael Vick down. Yeah, they were I like mean, they were like no. Nah. And so then the FBI came in. FBI came in and did so much research. They dug up the dogs. They then got a a veterinarian pathologist to come in and tell how the dogs were yeah. killed. And and then Michael Vick, they everyone just, like, not even copped a plea, but everyone just said guilty and, and tried to cop a plea. Michael Vick was supposed to get, they said maybe probation. he'll get six months, probably get just get probation, and they gave him 28 fucking months. Like, because the judge was like, nah. But I would argue... He probably missed out on two years of his life. That's two years without CTE, right? Mm-hmm. There's two years without knee injuries where he might have just fucked it up anyway. Yeah. But I think that that extra time served to allow him back into the public. Yeah, I mean, you're you're probably right about that. I do remember one thing, and I, I haven't seen this documentary. It's but so good. It's four four-hour documentary. I remember that after he got out and he went back to the league, he went back to the league for a while. Yeah. Um. He did something that, like, I don't think it gets talked about that much. Like, I'm saying, in in to, as a credit to him, is that he had he when he went into prison, he owed a lot of money to creditors, right? And he had he had debt. Really? 
I was sure. always wondering about that. They didn't. I haven't talked about that. He yet. had debt, and um, so he gets out, and he's he gets contracted. But like, don't forget, like when he goes to prison, he loses not just his NFL contract, but Nike. all his endorsements. Yeah, and um, you know, it's like a hundred million dollar day to him the day he goes to prison. Yeah, of like that's this is gone. So he gets out, and now he, you know, the creditors are like, you know, you owe us money. Now you're making money again. Uh, he's never gonna make like the money he was he would have made, but he's making money again. He opted he, himself. He chose to not file for the type of bankruptcy that wipes your debt away, essentially. He chose to pay back creditors, you know, to really? make good on the money that he owed them. Yeah. You can look it up, the, the, I, the, the, the type of bankruptcy filing he, he, he opted not to do versus the one he chose, but he chose to pay back people he owed money to. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, there's, I've, there's a joke that's made me laugh hard as fuck. I can't remember who it was on my podcast. Hey, hey, hey Nadav, will you pull up Michael Vick's net worth? I'm curious to see how much money he has. And then pull up mine next to it. Just see if I have more money than Michael Vick. $15 million. I do not. Yeah, but also, don't, you know, those things are not that accurate, man. Bullshit. They're not. They're totally accurate. No, they're not. You know how much, uh, who's, who did I watch? Elton know. John's worth $550 million. Those things are still a guess. Like, just like the, um, the, the income reports. Yeah. Those are not verified. They're guesses. They're guesses. Uh, really? Yeah, absolutely they are. Huh. They don't, they don't go like, I mean, if they called you, you'd be like, I'll send over my tax return right now. But like most of the time, they're just analyzing things. They're, they're, they're going through sources. They don't actually know for sure yeah. what his net worth is. Um, there was a, a guy I had on my podcast. I can't remember the podcast. All I remember is the joke. He, um, the person, I wish I could remember if it was a guy or a girl. I think it was a girl, a guy. Has one of Michael Vick's dogs. Had one of Michael Vick's dogs. Yeah. And they used to go and protest all Michael Vick's games. And so when the team was getting on the bus, they'd hold signs up and protest. And they said all the fucking players were like this. Just like heads down. Because you know all of them are probably like, wait, what the fuck are they? Pro was that me? Did I do something there? And I, the joke I keep, I makes me giggle to this day. Is he said all the football players would make like look away, and I was like, except for the fucking field goal kicker, you know, he was like, hey, I wonder what those signs say, because you know he hadn't done anything. He's just like, oh guys, did someone kill a dog in here? <laughs> Dude, I remember I did Cobbs, uh, and I think I was doing it with Rogan and Diaz, yep. and this is like at the height of this story, and Joey, <laughs> Joey's like, they need to let him out. They need to let Michael Vick out. And he needs to come to the Raiders. He needs to come to the Raiders because Al Davis is perfect. He'll be like, Mike Vick, come here. You could stab a dog on the 50-yard line. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> He's like, we'll sacrifice dogs every week if you can bring that speed over here to Oakland. Bring that speed. Oh, my God. Oh. And people were, like, not ready for it at all. People were like, what? <laughs> yeah. Joey, uh, God, man. I didn't realize, I don't think, I, I think what that him going to prison did is it really opened up your eyes to like what he did. I think you, it's, it was a little more than dog fighting. You know, it's crazy. He wasn't allowed to have a dog when he got out, obviously. I'm sure yeah. He, he actually even, didn't he, um, I remember seeing a commercial where he did something with like the, what is it? The, 
Remember the one of those animal rights groups, not PETA, but another one, just like a dog. He he became like a spokesperson for them. He just he was the uh, celebrity coach for the Puppy Bowl this year for the Super Bowl. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love... Dude, I did the funniest fucking joke this weekend. I took two quarters and put them on stage. Did you see this? No. I put two quarters on the stool, and then I told all my openers, I said, uh, hey, do you guys see 50 Cent in there? And they were like, do you want me to wait until you're done texting until yeah, I tell sorry. you this joke? Who are you texting with? There's this shit going on. I'm, uh, I'll tell you in a second. Tell me on air? No. Oh. Well, fucking. So I took two quarters. I put them on the stool, and then I told all my openers, did you see 50 Cent in there? And they're like, 50 cents in there? And I go, yeah, you'll see him when you get on stage. And they're like, what the fuck's he doing in Sacramento? I was like, you'll see. And so they all walked on stage and saw the corners and went, motherfucker. Dude, that made me laugh so hard. Who did hard. you have on the show? Dave Williamson, um, Shane Torres, and Jesus Trejo. You have three people? I did. I like doing, I like not all the times, but if we have uh, one night shows, like bigger venues, I think it's fun for them to do those size venues. And yeah. everyone does 10 minutes and then. And it's fun for us on the bus. Is The more people on the bus is better. And we just go out to eat and just listen to Ron talk shit. Really? Ron talk... Uh, it, I mean... Was he like, fuck you, Gail King? <laughs> yes or no? Oh, let's just say... Uh, <laughs> it's fuck you Friday. The, we, he was talking about... He was talking about... Uh, he, was, he was talking about a lot of shit. Yeah? Yeah. He's not a, he's not a big fan of Ari's. <laughs> He's not a big fan of Gail King's. He's, no? Yeah, well, yeah, because, you know, he's uh, he's old school, man. He had his first kid when he was 15. That's old school. She was 21. Damn. And he goes, yeah, you know, you know what they call that? It's called that being a man. I go, yeah, we, we call that uh, molestation. <laughs> I think you were raped, Ron. <laughs> 15? He was 15. She was 21. Jeez. He was like, no, nah, man, nothing wrong with that. And I was like, but he's a different, he's like an old school dude where he like, it's like, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain, man. I, I, there's something so different culturally that I think people yes. are glancing over that you forget that it's that it's like an unspoken thing where people are holding each other to the exact same standards where that they that would, they would hold their friends as opposed to looking at things and realizing this is this man had a different childhood. We'll take it back to the the dog fighting with Michael Vick. Yeah. In he, grew up dog, with, he grew up with it. He grew up dog fighting, and the cops ne never stopped them. So he actually said. I didn't think anything was wrong with it. It was like, I knew that it was like not right, but like, I didn't think it was wrong. You know? And I think it's the same thing about like having side bitches. There's guys that just go, what? You have a side bitch. That's everyone's got a side. Bitch. Especially if they grew up with it. Especially if you grew up with it. Yeah. And, 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 and for Ron to get pregnant at 15, have a kid. He just was like, all right, that's how life starts. Yeah. Whereas for me, I would have been like melted down. Me and Ron are the exact same age. And so, if if I, had a, I if I had had a kid at I didn't have sex until I was seventeen, me like, too. Yeah, and so like if I had had a kid at fifteen, you'd be perfect for that. God, I did you did you always have a side bitch like when you were I growing? Never up? had a side bitch. I would love a side bitch. I would love a side. Let's talk it through. What would your side well, bitch look like? Do you, is your side bitch you think um, here in L.A. or do you think she's in another oh, city? Oh no 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 no. She's what city is she in? Somewhere cheap, Indiana. Yeah yeah, Indiana. That way, like... She comes on Midwest runs. Evansville. Like, she lives yeah. in Evansville, maybe yeah. Indianapolis. That's yep. where I'll be on the Birdie Bird World Tour this week. Um, 
Maybe Louisville. I don't know. Maybe Medford. It's Louisville. 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 Thank you. Louisville. There you did it right. Hey guys, I've been. Yes. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. I think I, I have. I think I have a warm weather side bitch. You know. Like, uh. Uh. Cold weather side bitch. What? Cold weather side bitch. Yeah. 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 And she'd be somewhere inexpensive where I could like let her really live it up. Yeah. I want her. Yeah. I want her to live nice. Nice car. If I do a thing with the with the dealership where i'm like take pictures there you know <laughs> hook up my side bitch <laughs> yeah 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 right yeah and they and then you get like maybe chili's gives you some gift cards and you're like you can eat too yeah, yeah. oh no 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 oh, i'd already thought about that i'd yeah. go to the nice restaurants and befriend the chefs yeah have them on my podcast yeah i'd be very vocal about my side bitch in her town yeah like i'd be like they'd be like no that's bird side bitch but like it would never get back to leanne yeah I was fucking yeah anyone in evansville now do you leanne. think is leanne completely she uh, doesn't care. Oh, that's what I'm saying. She's, yep. So she's not, she's like, that's just what guys do. We had a conversation about this yesterday. Yeah. Uh, if you cheat on someone, you take that shit to the grave with you. Yeah. You don't put that on me. Oh, yeah. That's a, no, I, you I, you I, live I, with your guilt. Don't fucking bring that to me. Exactly. Yeah. You fuck someone on the road. Yeah. I don't need that shit. Yeah. I'm happy right now. Right. Like, I don't fuck that. It was crazy. We were, we were talking about this on a separate subject. Yep. But here's my side, bitch. Hold up. Uh, no, we were talking about that the other day about like a friend of ours had a, a, not even a friend, but a distant friend of ours had had an affair and to, brought it to his, uh, her, brought it to her husband. And, and then he's was, like, what the fuck? Are and you then I'm like, me? I'm like, just don't like, are you, she, and it wasn't, it wasn't ever going to, they weren't going to yeah. stay together. She's going to come back to her husband. You, know, you, you fucking sleep with that. You don't ever bring that up. Fucking die with that shit. Yeah. I think my side bitch is Puerto Rican. Oh, mine's so white. Really? Oh, blonde hair, blonde hair, blue eyes. Are you oh going, my god! You're going opposite. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going yeah. blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm gonna say 35. 35. Yeah, like not too young. Doesn't want to have kids. Yeah. Wants to be like a yoga instructor. Hmm. I'll help her set her up in a studio, something in a strip mall. She's gonna have a. She's gonna have a Ford. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I can't believe I'm already living through all this in my head. It sounds like it's pretty. Pretty fucking worked out. Oh, it's gonna be nice. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's not. But. Like it seems like this is not just off the top of your head. It seems like this has actually been cooking. No, it's off the top of my head, but I haven't really ever thought about having. I have thought about starting other families. Yeah. Like I would love to Johnny Appleseed my way around this country. Really? Oh, dude, without a doubt. Start with a family in Florida. Think about how well you would do things with a new family. You know what I mean? Like if you're like, hey, man, this is my new wife and my new kids, and I, I've learned what I needed to learn on that first go around. I would know? hit it out of the fucking park. Yeah. I would hit it out of the park. Yeah. I'd be so involved. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd take them on the road with me. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great. And then you could do a thing where like the bus – in that region drives that family around, but then the bus comes west and you have this family come on board. Oh, my new family would be so impressed by the bus. My family right now, with the bus was in LA and Georgia just came on and just didn't even, just sat down, didn't like looking around and exploring, just sat down. Yeah. I was like, what, you wanna see the my bedroom? She's like, nah. I was like, you don't wanna see my, my bedroom? She's like, I'm imagining it smells back there. I'm like, okay. You know your dad? Yeah. I was like, you got me. <laughs> you want, I go, you want any snacks? And she goes, you're thinking about Isla. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Georgia is just, Georgia's so fucking practical. She wants a Chrysler Pacifica. What? 
Yeah. That's what she wants? She wants a Chrysler Pacifica. Pull that up, Nadab. That's a good-looking car. A Chrysler Pacifica. Okay. Why? I have no fucking idea. Are you going to get her one? No. I'm not going to drive that fucking thing. Well, it's for actually, her. Actually, minivans are pretty fucking awesome. It's kind of cool now. Mini minivans do drive pretty fucking awesome. It's actually gone full circle for me where it's like, that was the most revolting vehicle. And now I'm like, yeah, I could drive one. I would drive one. Just get it like murdered out. Like, re like get it like that carbon. Matte finish. Matte finish. Yeah. Get it fucking nice matte 22s on there. Yeah, dude. Dude, get it and get trick it out. Throw throw some like sport exhaust on it. So if you could you start get, it, okay, like, you're a car, you're a car guy. Yeah, like let's go in the different direction of away from sports cars. Okay, like what would be a cool car that you like, like, because I, I always want I always want one of those like all terrain fucking exploration vehicles. Subarus, no, not a Subaru. Why? Those are like those are great for that. No, Those... I want the one. No, who wants a fucking Subaru? But they're great for all-terrain exploration. They're actually really good cars. I, 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 the, can I tell you what is a really great car? Is the yeah. fucking Genesis. Yes, Hyundai's that make amazing cars. What though. the hell? G seventy. Dude, I got one the of those Equus. The uh, the Hyundai Equus. Um, Equus. What I don't know what it's called. I got into one of those for the, going to the airport. Those are great too. Yeah. I got put me in the back, and I was like, "What car is this?" I know. I said to him, "What series is this?" And he was like, "What do you mean?" I said, is this a Mercedes? What? Is yeah. this the S-Class? Yeah, he he's like, no. Oh, this is a Genesis, bro. And I was like. Nice, right? It's like it's like hooking up with a hot chick. And you're like, what? And she's like, oh, she's got herpes. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I was wondering why it was so easy Do to Do you want to get one? Yeah. Yeah, they're nice. I don't know. I, I feel like I should get myself a treat. Get a treat. Like, I want to. I don't know. I, I don't think a sports car. I'm not like a big enough car guy. So? I want to get like a Cadillac convertible or something fun. So then do that. Get something fun. You should get a... You are a convertible guy. You should get a convertible. I, I feel like a nice 67, 72 Cadillac convertible. Okay. Look at that. Look at that. Wouldn't that... Isn't that me? Totally. Do that. Yeah. Dude, get that. I will. That's perfect. Get it today. Uh, see if you can find one in LA for me, Nadav. Cadillac convertible. I'll buy it right now. We'll get them on the phone. Okay. Oh, yes. Let's make a call. You gotta have. You have to have a car guy. I do have a car guy, but he doesn't deal usually in these. Uh, what's it called? Um, these classics. You know, he does more like new stuff. Oh, white Eldorado, eighteen grand. Shut up. What's that? A hundred thousand dollar one. Oh, there you go. Click on that. Check availability. What is? What does it run off? Baby's blood? Why is that so expensive? I don't know. It might be a lunatic that owns it. That you know, or or it's let's see, it's got sixty thousand. I don't know. It might be like a collectible year. I need to get it. when I went to Travel Channel and and when the very first meeting I had with a new president, she hated my guts and she was like, "What are your hobbies?" And I was like, "Hobbies." I was like, what "The fuck do I look like? I'm a man." She was like, "What?" And I was like, what "The fuck like." hobby like i don't like putting rocks on top of each other i have no idea and she, i was like i do stand up she was like like what's like a hobby and i said stand up i write jokes and she's she, like no that's your job yeah and i was like oh that's it that's all i do is i just think of funny shit all day and she was like you need a hobby and i could not for the life of me figure out a hobby and then now i don't have any hobbies no i do i do videos yeah i work out that's not yeah you don't have a hobby i don't have any fucking hobbies i agree
What do, what's your hobby? Yeah, Collecting I don't have cars? A, no, I don't have. I don't have a car collection. I, I, I like cars. I've always like bought car magazines. I, I, I just, but I don't have a hobby. Well, I good. had the same thing, by the way. I talked about it in therapy. I was bummed out. So funny. I talked about it in therapy. I too. was like, I, I'm bummed out. I feel like uh, everyone has hobbies. You know, like fucking even things that, like Tom Papala bakes bread. Bakes bread. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, that's his passion. And I go, and then he's like, well, you, you know, you have a. You have a family. You have kids. You don't really have... They're young. Rogan hunts. Like, yeah, yeah. He hunts. 100 Hobbies for Men? Ooh, good call. Men's Gazette. Ready? Smash or pass? Let's see. Animal Rescue? That's not a... Fucking hard pass. Hard fucking pass. Antiquing? Uh, straight men. Type in straight men. No, keep going. Hobbies. Keep going. Keep going. All right, that's another archery. hobby of his. He has multiple Rogan. hobbies. Rogan's got archery. Yeah. Uh, Astronomy. Astrology. Astronomy. 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 You got it. Pass. Barbecuing. Yeah. Uh, eating. Eating. That's a hobby of mine. Yeah, I've a, been pretty good at that. Yeah. 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 Eating. Hey, anything. That's not a fucking hobby. Billiards. That's another hobby of his. That's another hobby of Joe's. Bird watching. Okay. Okay. I'd rather go cock watching in a fucking West Hollywood gym than go looking at birds. Bird is so pathetic. Blogging. These are the dumbest fucking hobbies. Oh, role playing. That would be a fun hobby. We could get into that. How weird would it be if I showed up and I was in character? I was like, hello, Tom. Boat making? How about just boating? I don't want to fucking build a boat. Boat Why is it boat making? These are fucking horrible. Bonsai tree sculpting. I'm trying to think about how quickly I would abandon (laughs) sculpting. I'd be like, I'd be like, now fuck this. Stop scrolling. scrolling. Stop scrolling. I, my therapist said you need a hobby and he goes... He's like, what, what's something you think you could do? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe like leather crafting. And he was like, okay. So I went to a leather shop and I got some leather. I was like, I'm going to make a fanny pack. And I made the biggest fucking fanny pack. You made it? <laughs> I made it. It's so ugly. I made it. And then I was, and then immediately my hobby turns into money. I go, I wonder if I could sell this on the road. Yeah. <laughs> start making fanny packs, moving merch. And it's a it's a twenty five gallon fanny pack. It's so big. I, I was like, I was like, oh, it'll just I'll have it go all the way. You put a twelve pack in it. It's fine. Uh, bowling, Built bowling, pat. It's not. It's not. No. Camping. <laughs> no. Kayaking. Who's? You know what the other That's thing? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Someone goes. So you have any hobbies? You go, I like to get in canoes. Like yeah. What, what do you mean? Uh, a canoe. I canoe. Um, uh, how about the fucking just the storage and like the the main I, I, none, all that bothers me immediately. Like I, oh, I got to tie it to the roof. I have a canoe. You do? Where? <laughs> At your house now? At our new house. It came with a canoe and a pool. Table. Came with it. Yeah. <laughs> they were Are like, you in that house? No, no, no. We haven't. We're so far away from being in that house. Really? Yeah. Wait. Keep going. Canoeing. Car collecting. That's you know the problem with car, car collecting? What? Uh, space. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That car collecting is real because uh, Fluffy has legit. He has a warehouse. That's so. I. That is. But I. I now I, it's cool that I think it's cool that he picked a very specific lane that he likes. Yeah. Which is the, like these VW vans and stuff. That's what he loves. Yeah. And he's apparently got. He has rows of them. Like. I just think that's so. Like, not to be disrespectful, but it's so. But I can't wrap my head around it. Like it's so bizarre to me. Really? What well, part of it? The like, the fact that it would be one specific car. 
Like I that when I had him on my podcast. We talked about it. Yeah. And I was like, why that car? But he just what he said. It, it was his first car, and he loves it, and and he loves that car. It's it's just so. It's like Russell Peters collects watches. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, but I go, I, I, I end up going like, don't you just want one that counts your steps? Like, hmm. like how much shit do you want on your wrists? Yeah, I guess it's not for you. Like, for people, sure. I'm blown away that people wear red leather wristband watches. Really? I go, so you take that off and get in the shower? How many times I showered with a watch on in high school and I was like, motherfucker. And it fucked it up? A hundred times. I fucking ruined... Uh, I I just I can't do that. I could get into that. I like I mean I like watches, but I mean the racing I could get into because I do feel such a thrill, and it's some, it's one of those things where when you do it, like Adam Carolla racing, like yeah. where you go, this is my new hobby. I'm gonna get a race car. I'm gonna go out to the short track. I'm gonna run against the guys. I think both track days where you're like trying to get you know set times and actually competitive racing is is probably really fun to be a part of. I was thinking yeah. about getting motorcycle, getting into motorcycles very seriously. Really? Very seriously. Well, what's stopping you? Uh, just death. But I mean, you maybe you won't die. Just do it. Probably won't. Ooh, ceramic and poetry? Pottery. Why would they, oh, <laughs> I was like, why would they put those together? Cartooning animation is work. That's a fucking, that's <laughs> a job. These are so stupid. These are the dumbest fucking hobbies. Chess, no thanks. Uh, cigar smoking. There's a good hobby. Hey, I got that. Ooh, is, al- is alcoholism on there? <laughs> Coffee roasting. You mean... Just... I grew marijuana. That was a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. Are you done with it? Uh, yeah, and I have like fucking three ounces of marijuana. Was it good? I haven't smoked it. I'm terrified to smoke my own weed. Why? Because I'd rather smoke someone's weed who knows what the fuck they're doing. You got to try it, dude. That's the whole I'll point. I'll roll a joint. All right. Cooking? It's not a hobby. It's a, it, culinary experiences. Dancing, we're both big in that. Yeah, we're both really big um, dancers. What's this guy? What? Wait. Dwarfism? Wait. Oh, dandyism. Dandyism's a hot. Wait, what is that? Hold on. What is Why that? would you skip past this, Nadav? Dandyism. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not just about the clothes. It's the pursuit of an oh elegant God. lifestyle. Oh God, I just found and it really hobby. is that. A lifestyle. What begins as a hobby, I just collecting, hobby. grooming, and decorating oh. can quickly turn into passion and then into a lifestyle. Oh Dandies don't generally consider it a hobby. I'm a dandy. It becomes who they are. <laughs> and it is exhibited in all aspects. Wait, I want to explore this. Go, let's get into dandyism. Yeah. Dude, call me a dandy. Shut the fuck up. What is okay? So it's just. It's uh, just like being well groomed at all no, times. No, I think it's like gay, but not sexually. <laughs> Does that make sense? Wait, go out of images. Go just into the all results. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck that. Type in dandy comedian and see if I can take what, that. Wait, what is the, what is this explore? What is that one say there? Yeah, yeah. Click that excessively concerned about his clothes and appearance a fop a fop informal something or someone of exceptional or first-rate quality oh wait go down is dandy a slur i like that because i've been saying it for the past five minutes is uh, dandy a derogatory term the word dandy is jocular often sarcastic adjective meaning fine or great when used in the form of a noun it refers to a well-groomed and well-dressed man but often 
to one who is self-absorbed. This is perfect. I could be a great dandy. Yeah. <laughs> but we got to take you shopping immediately. I'm, I'm buying dandy clothes right now. Okay. Let's buy, buy I'm going to buy dandy clothes on on Amazon. How do you feel about just being in like suits and stuff? I hate it. You hate it? Yeah. How are you going to be a great dandy? Put in dandy swimwear. Dandy leisure wear. Not dandy, Frank, Frank Dandy. Frank Dandy? <laughs> Frank Dandy. Dude. I love the word dandy. Frank that's, Dandy that's, that's must Frank be a designer. Dandy. Okay. Oh, you got to have abs? Fuck. You're there. You're almost there. I could be a dandy. We didn't even finish the pie talk. I just hit me right now. Oh. Wait, wait. So here's what happened. So Leanne, I tried that pecan pie. I pressed her for the recipe. Yeah. She gave it to me and then started making it and I was like, no, this didn't taste right. Go back to square one and buy all the ingredients. Well, we'd eat it. I'd be like, it doesn't taste right. I eat the whole pie. And then, and then I would uh, make it and then it was like, this one's better. And then the third pie was like, how's this one? Like that one's great. And then we'd be like, oh, I should just make this all the, I know how to cook something. I'll make this all the time. And then in a month, I think. I can't stop thinking about my dandy clothes. <laughs> all I'm thinking about Wait, is going You don't dandy like shopping. suits. You don't like it. I can, but it's going to be so much fun to buy a dandy outfit. Will you do stand-up in it? I'll do stand-up in dandy, in dandy clothes. And and not take it off? Oh, yeah. I'll do I'm going to just be like, hey, guys, I'm shifting my persona. I'm a dandy now. I love the fucking... Like that? I love being called a dandy. That is such a great fucking word. And you're like, this is my new hobby. Yeah. Guys, I'm a dandy. I wonder what, what st how stand-up would register from you dressed like this versus how you normally do it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a totally different experience. So my ass hairs got tied together. I'm a dandy. <laughs> You're a dandy if you do. Isn't that from that movie? Sure. Is that is that the line? Dandy if you do is a very common line. No, right? from, from Tombstone. Oh. You're a dandy if you do. I'm your huckleberry. You're a dandy if you do. Oh. I, was Doc Holliday a dandy? I don't know. You're a dandy. Get out of images. Yeah, you're a daisy if you do. Oh. God, maybe I'll be a daisy. So you keep eating pies. Yeah. And I think six weeks of Leanne's grandmother's pecan pie recipe resulted in about, I think, somewhere around 22 pounds. I hate when you fall in love with a food and you start do, working on that food mm -hmm. and trying to figure out that food. And then you're like, I'm fucking put like Leanne. That's what happened. Yeah. The, Leanne got into making baking bread. Yeah. And so there were just loaves of bread everywhere. And she was like, my bread's so good. And she was eating just pieces of bread. All the time. All the time. Did you get into them too? <laughs> no, because I was going through this when I was losing weight. I am stuck at 237. I can't move weight at all. And I'm, I wouldn't be shocked if I've been going up a titch. Uh, I think you look great. <laughs> Now you look fine. What are you talking about? You look I've, fine. You look normal. I look normal. And your face is not as bloated. Yeah. I don't know why my face feels healthier than it normally does. Have you been doing any face workouts? Uh, <laughs> can I tell you what I do? Yeah. Uh, is, there's an actual thing you do? Yeah. I do okay. it every day. I okay. go on the treadmill. I uh -huh. then take this and mm -hmm. then I get one of these clamps for cameras. <laughs> yep. And I put it like this mm -hmm. and I clamp it right here mm -hmm. and I work out like this. And you feel like it's a... It I think it's slimming. Yeah. Yeah. You look like a conquistador right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your Espanol podcast? Uh -huh. <laughs> conquistador. Yeah. Oh, I'd be a fucking type in Spanish dandies. 
I bet uh, that's conquistadors. I can't wait to see a dandy. <gasps> oh, I get. The, I bet they're all over Silver Lake. I bet. Uh, I bet. Um, Paul F. Tompkins is a dandy. He definitely. He's a dandy. Presents. Shut the fuck well. up. Paul definitely presents well. He his, he has nice clothes. It's the yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's look definitely a dandy. Oh my god, he's in a fucking sailing outfit. He's always in like great suits. I wonder how many suits he has. I wonder if he has the same amount of suits as I have t-shirts and sweatpants. Maybe he's got to have hundreds. I might be the opposite of a dandy. You're definitely not a dandy. I'm a dundee. Yeah. Um, what is up with these bears? Oh, because <clears throat> I think I saw this on your Instagram. So some. Fan made these. No way. Yeah, and then to the other hand. What? What do you say? Fuck you, Bert. Yeah, that's you. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, he gave them to me. Holy shit, man. Yeah, give them to your kids. This is Bert, and that's Tommy. Okay. They'll love that. Yeah. And I know which one to give which one because Ellis is saying wild shit. Oh, for real? Yes. Hold on. Is he as bad as my sister's kid? Holy shit. This kid just sat in the room just going, fuck it. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah. Fuck it. Are you serious? Yeah. He's, he's, he's ramping up on like fucks and he's now he's fixated on fucking cars. So every time that he just sees a car, he's like, look at a fucking car. I'm like. I'm like a fucking car. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, what are you saying, man? And he was like, oh, fuck it. And he said, fuck it. And like, <laughs> I know it's, it's hard not to laugh. Oh, it's but great. I go like, oh, I can't wait to see him and be like, what's up, fucker? And he's like, oh, fucker. <laughs> he's saying crazy shit yeah. for real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you been able to work him into your act at all? Yeah, I have a my one of my big new jokes is all about him. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they, they, careful. Why? Well, so I started doing jokes about my kids, and then all of a sudden, it's like they're like, now you things will happen in life. They're like, that doesn't go in the act, and you're like, yeah, oh, they're fuck. still super young, you know. I yeah, mean, like, that's when I started. Yeah, I'd put her finger in her ass, put it in the dog's mouth, and I was like, that's going on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think how can you not though? If oh. like if you have kids and you're a comedian, you're going to talk about what's going on in your house. It's so funny because there are guys that do you don't know anything about them, like Daniel Tosh. You never learned anything about him as a comedian? Right, it's just like commentary. Yeah, it was just commentary. Same with Jesselnik. You don't really see through the other side to him. I am the exact fucking opposite to a fault where I'm like, oh, I'm telling you stuff you didn't want to know about me. Oh, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You have zero boundaries. Zero. Yeah. Here's an honest question. How are you supposed to know what to do with your money? Very few of us are exposed to meaningful advice on how to manage our finances. Even fewer have the means to get professional financial guidance. Betterment is a platform that was built to do something radical. Give accessible financial advice that puts you first. If you're like most Americans, your money's probably sitting in a savings account, likely earning next to nothing. Maybe you have an investment account that you're not really sure what to do with. Betterment can help you Make sense of what to do with your money. Investing involves risk. But you don't have to know the ins and outs of the stock market to start saving more or to start investing for your future. 
Betterment's technology will put your money to work. Choose the stock and strategies that are right for you because we know you have other things to do. Betterment's platform can even provide guidance on what financial goals make sense for you. Give your money a new home with Betterment. Peace of mind included. Download the Betterment app today. That's Betterment, B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T for the betterment of you. This episode of Two Bears, One Cave is brought to you by Whoop. Uh, this is literally one of the things that I cannot believe that I am lucky enough to have as a sponsor uh, because I am absolutely obsessed with this thing from the results, uh, the data from strain, activities, sleep, uh, the sleep coach. That thing tells me every day it lights up. You need to get this much sleep. You should get to bed. So I follow it, man. I actually follow it. Last night, I got an incredible uh, almost eight hours of sleep, which to me is just mind-blowing. I love it measures things like resting heart rate, heart rate variability, uh, sleep recovery, strain, mountain of data analyzed by Whoop. It starts giving you results about how your body is doing um, in both exercise, rest, and what you need. Whoop works with the best from the NFL and CrossFit to Navy SEALs, but the insights apply to all of us, even to fat comedians like us. <laughs> so if you wanna get on board, with uh, how, how your lifestyle is affecting your rest, your recovery, your, your exercise. I'm telling you, it has become an obsession of mine. Go to whoop.com right now, use the code BEARS at checkout for 15% off your membership today. That's whoop.com, use our code BEARS, B-E-A-R-S, for 15% off your membership today. Like, like, I sometimes think, sometimes I live a life to write about it on stage. Yeah. Like where I go, like, like the one, I have a bit about taking Georgia for her first drive in a car. Mm -hmm. And it was the day me and Joe, me, you and Joey smoked that joint. Yeah. I got home and she was, they were like, let's go for a ride. And I was like, this is going to be great for the act. <laughs> <laughs> Did it become a good one? It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was hammered. I was higher than I've ever been. I'm in the backseat with Isla and we were, f I was howling, laughing. At this idiot trying to drive for her first time, <laughs> fucking crying, going, and Isla is just Isla. I think Isla has maybe heard too many jokes about herself, and now she's this fucking lunatic. Yeah, because she knows she can say or do anything as long as it's funny. It goes in the act. So and then Georgia must have been panicking with you guys, like laughing. She and was falling apart. We hadn't even left the driveway yet. <laughs> Isla and I are in the back running her through the ringer. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. It's like I go on vacations, I f and I really, I honestly go on vacations, and I go, all right, like, uh, what's the bit here? Yeah, it it sucks, but it sucks, but I can't. You know, it's like I, I look at this. I'm following this this pro surfer. His name's Jason O'Brien. I think his name's Jason O'Brien. He's like a, the first vlogging pro surfer. He's really fucking interesting. He's a great fucking surfer, but I don't know what I was gonna say. Mm. The fuck was I gonna say? I don't know. You're talking about your kids, and then I'm following this pro surfer. I don't. Know. Oh, I don't know what I was gonna say. I just got lost. I just got lost because I was like, I've been watching his videos a lot. Yeah. And I, and I'm like, God, I want to be young and ripped and surf and. Right, what about that as a hobby for you? Surfing? Yeah. I would love that to be my hobby. I know, but it's, you're like, yeah, it's you got to get a board. You got to put it on the car. I know. You gotta drive out to Malibu. It's, it's like so much shit. If I can just find a sur a hobby that's in my Distilling? Ooh. I could get into distilling. Now imagine if you went through the same shit you went through to grow your weed, but at the end, you have booze you can drink. 
Don't you think that would be a good one for you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the space to distill right now, but I think in the new house I'll have space to distill. Let's start I'm gonna get, get a lot of fucking hobbies. Let's start getting equipment and have it shipped there. What about? Well, yeah. What if I made like a Burt Corner? What if you build a distillery on the property? Do small batches, sell yeah. them for high end yeah. dollars. I could do that. Yep. Yeah. What are we gonna name my whiskey? Am I gonna do whiskey? I don't know. Why not? Whiskey's probably easiest. Hey, find out what's the easiest booze to distill. It's probably they're all the same. I bet vodka is probably the easiest because you don't need to put flavor into it. Yeah, you just need to like spin a story, right? What is the easiest alcohol to make? Hard cider, meat, or even fruit wine in all your cases. What about, uh, what is the easiest? Oh, yeah, you you already put liquor in there. Hmm. wonder what. How to distill alcohol. How to make whiskey at home. I do small batch. And I just sell them in those little travel bottles. There you go. We almost bought a vodka company at one point. I remember that. What a shit show that was. Why did it was it a shit show? We were gonna get we were first we were gonna buy a vodka company, so we looked at all these places and then it was like it was a lot of money to buy a vodka company. Then we found a place that sold vodka in packets like emergency. Yeah. So it was like in a little pouch. Yeah. And I was like that is right up my alley. That is so my brand. Like, I just need a bump. I just, yeah. <laughs> I was like, they fit in your pocket. You take them on planes. Holy shit, man. <laughs> it was such a great You know idea. you could call it, too? You could call it, I'm not an alcoholic vodka <laughs> on a pouch. <laughs> I don't have a problem, alcohol. <laughs> Mind your own business, booze. <laughs> Sure, it's six in the morning in an airport, and I'm in a bathroom stall drinking a vodka cranberry juice. I'm drinking I don't have a, a problem. pouch of vodka. <laughs> you you could call it. You take your vitamins, vodka. I'll take this. God Google damn. pouches. They're fucking awesome. These pouch vodka things were awesome, and they were like, "Yeah, oh. we'll stamp them. We get them stamped with your logo." Look Holy at this. shit! Oh, they're fucking great. Little little Bob and Stacy, look at those Bebos. Oh my god, dude! And so I we, had no idea these exist. Oh, they're great. So we get oh, them. Oh yeah, we get them, and they and it was it was gonna be um I'm, 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 I think seventy five grand, seventy five grand for you could call it. I don't give a fuck about shit. <laughs> vodka. It's called it's called you do you, I'll do me vodka. We all have problems, vodka. <laughs> These were awesome. And so, yeah, pocket shots. That's a perfect one. Pocket shots. And so Fuck, we man. get the order, right? And they're like, yeah. Well, it's, and it made total sense. They're like, we'll get, we'll order it. You put your brand on it. Like, you're, you're, yeah. we'll brand it for you. We'll give it to you. And then you're good to go. And we're like, great. So we're like, they're like how many do you want? And we're like, I don't, I don't know. Like, how about like, it was great because you could go, how about like 75 grand worth? And they're like, perfect. And then we're like, great. And then they're like, okay, they'll be ready, uh, dot, dot, dot. When are you going to pick them up? And I was like, what, what, pick them up? And they're like, yeah, you got to pick them up and then store them. And then you ship them. And so I was like, oh, I thought, I you thought it was different. You send them I, to us. Yeah, I thought, yeah, you'd send them to us. And they're like, it's a fucking pallet. They're like, we're not going to ship those to well, you. Why can't they arrange for that? I don't know. And it just, it was in St. Petersburg, I think, where we were getting, not Russia, but, oh, Florida? Uh, Tampa. And Florida. And so it just got out of control. And then my dad's like, buddy, you're not that... I wouldn't start a liquor company. 
He's like, you're not, you, you do one thing right, just stick with that. <laughs> That's actually not bad business advice, though. Yeah, I, I mean, was thinking about buying a bar the other day. Buying a bar? Yeah, getting a dive bar. In what city? In L.A. Just, just a place you can go to? Just to find a place where I can... Think. Yeah, like <laughs> make it an office slash bar. Yeah. So, like, I can go there in the afternoon. Get some work done. Yeah, get some work done. Yeah. And then open the doors up, live band, do a little stand-up. This is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. How much would that cost? Would you go into a bar with me? I would walk with into it with you. No, 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 let me. Okay, can I can I tell you? Can I pitch it to you? Yeah. Okay. You ready? Yep. Name of the bar is Rickshaws. Have okay. I told you this before? I don't think so. Okay. Name of the bar is Rickshaws. Okay. In front we have ten Rickshaws, and if you live within a half mile of my bar, I'll come pick you up on a rickshaw and take you home on a rickshaw. So there's uh, no drinking and driving. Okay. You get a fun night of you on a rickshaw with your chick, right? Yeah. Comes run over. Guy goes, hey, you hop on. Mm -hmm. Hey. I think I think this could this could work out. Yeah. All the rickshaws are sitting on on Riverside, right? Yeah. You I wonder what kind of overhead we're looking at. Not much. I mean, we have 10 rickshaws in addition to the bar and the upkeep of the bar. Google how much a rickshaw and costs. And then. Rickshaws are super cheap. And then we, what do, who do we hire to drive or ride? Hire. Just. Anyone? Illegal aliens. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's only fucking 150,000 rupees. What is, okay, uh, people also ask right underneath it. The price of a rickshaw. Oh, it's a lock. It's hmm. 1.2 locks. Hmm. Dude, we get what about, how about How about put how much is a rickshaw in the United States? Undocumented workers. Is that what the right politically correct thing to say is instead of illegal alien? Yeah. Undocumented workers. Um, yeah. Are the rickshaws legal in the U.S.? Was maybe how much is an electric? Google. How much is an electric rickshaw? No, no, no. That's, you want old school rickshaws? But that's the next one there. Just as you know. What the fuck, man? All right. Rickshaws. It would be great. Okay. I would love, I would love like just a dive bar. How much would you will? Are you willing to invest in this? I don't know. How much are you willing to invest? Go have these. I bet we could open up. Okay, what if you had to open one thing? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a bunch of different ideas of things to open. Okay. Okay. Uh, how about a beer garden? Beer garden that only sells uh, hot wings and French fries, right? Open outdoors so you can smoke marijuana, smoke cigars. Yeah. Beer garden, right? We get an old... What we do is... You know what's just eating up money in LA? What? These fucking... These uh, nurseries. They're eating up money because they got to keep... They need all that space for all the all the trees and stuff. Mm -hmm. What we do is we pair up with a nursery and, and we, we say, cut hey, them we're down. Gonna, we're going to get you... No, we, oh. we go... We're getting you out of the city, right? Mm -hmm. Out of the city. What if we pair up with a nursery and just get them a drinking license, a place... So you have bar. So you have all these beautiful trees in there, and you just drink under the trees. And you just drink in the trees, and the, yeah. and, the, and all the fucking beautiful smells. It's a great idea. I like that one. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad. See, idea. this is what this is about. It's about coming up with million dollar ideas. Yes, and that's a good, and that's also kind of a hobby. No, it's more entrepreneurial. Yeah. So oh, it's, we're 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 cutting bonsai trees. Wait, let's go back. Let's go back to our uh, hobbies list real quick because I want to see where we are with that. Distilling. Distilling was really good. I like that. Dog training. Dog training. Just, I, can't, I, mean, I can't do that at no. all. Drone flying. Oh, drone. Have you flown a drone? No. Uh, it's pretty fucking fun. Is it? It's really fucking fun. I almost, you know, it's so funny. I almost brought my drone today to fly it because I have an idea of a promo I wanted to do. And I was like, I'll just do it for Tom because I can't get anyone to do it for me. Yeah. And I know how to fly the drone. What's this? Old picture taking? 
What's your idea for the promo? Um, I want... That's stupid. I'm, when I tell it, it's not going to be as cool as when I... I want to take the drone off... I want you to be sitting in a chair on yeah. the beach, like a, like, a, like a lazy boy or something. We'll move it out to the beach, and I'll take the drone out like a quarter of a mile in the ocean and then fucking zoom it in, and then and it just lands right on you, and you go, hey... Indiana, oh, coming okay. your way. Okay, <laughs> hey, you you really like doing these promos. I Love doing promos. And you cut yourself your own stuff. Yeah, and you and you fly the drone yourself. I fly the drone myself. You I, have your own drone. Yeah, I have my own drone. It's great. Yeah, I like I fellowship. Like, what's fellowshipping? It's like joining a fucking frat. It looks like. Ooh, hold the fucking phone. Freemasonry. I could totally become a Freemason. Let's get into a Kiwanis club. What about Freemasons? Why don't we join that? I don't know. What's the best fellowship? Ooh, let's get into like one secretive one. That's like Freemasons. The, that's super secret. I want to learn like super secrets about like the presidents and stuff. They're, that's the Freemasons, man. Oh, here we go. Illumi let's join the Illuminati. <laughs> well, there you are. There's the fourth one. Join that. It's a horrible idea. <laughs> Why don't you join there? <laughs> it sounds Kreischer, Kreischer, Kreischer. It's this, waiting for you. By the you. way, this led right to this. What's Ordo Templi Orientals? No, yeah, this is good. Let's do the secret societies for him. Uh, see, first one that came up, Freemasons. Yeah. Um, Illuminati, Skull, Skull and Bones. Bones. That's yeah. That's a. That's how you get a school, right? At wasn't Yale. that at Yale? Or, I thought that was. What's the Rochester's? Rochestrians. What? The Christian Rochestrians. <laughs> Hold on. Elders Go. of Zion. On, wait. Uh, okay. Rosicrucians? Rosicrucians? I don't know. Rosacea? Rosicrucians were purported to be using occult practices to bring about a global transformation. Uh, three manifestos launched. Freemasons, I don't know, have been planned. Okay, I don't know anything about it. All right. Bilderberg. What's that? The world's most influential movers and shakers met in a hotel to discuss uh, the coming year's global agenda. Continue to meet every year, but the context of their talks have remained a zealously guarded secret. They are not... Technically a secret society since their existence Pass. and membership are not in question. Elders of Zion? Uh, let's see. That's a... Uh, a Russian document called The Protocols of the Elders of the Zion. The International Jew, the world's most foremost problem. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Hitler read the book, was influenced by it. Well, this is a pretty good society to join. <laughs> the Elders of Zion! Uh... Knights oh of God. Templar. Oh yeah. Um. All right, Knights of Templar. I don't know, man. I, I feel think like we should. I think we should. I feel like Freemasons might be the most chill of the ones <laughs> we just read about. Wait, how hard is it to join the Ku Klux Klan? <laughs> Easy. How, can you can you look up how you can join? <laughs> they don't really still have a Ku Klux Klan, do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do, of course. No. You think the Klan's done? Yeah, I think it is done. Actually, no, it's not done. Yeah, done. no, the Southern Law Poverty Law Center uh, it's not destroyed them. No, they're, no, they're, it put them bankrupt. Their membership, I'm sure, is like in the toilet, but it's not like they don't exist. No, but they're not like, I, I, this sounds silly, but I, this is what's wrong with what's happening in media is like, I didn't know that actual right white supremacists were in Charlottesville. You didn't know that there were actual, actual I didn't know. That they were actually white supremacists in Charlottesville. For on that day or yeah, you mean I in general? In no, on that day. I did not know. I thought it was one of those like 
speaking in hyperbole the way the media does. Like, it's white supremacists. And I was like, oh, it's probably just, oh, there were actual white supremacists. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, 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 when I hear the news, I fade it. I turn it the volume down a little bit in my head where mm -hmm. I go, everything you're saying is going to be jaded to one, your side or the yeah, other. Yeah, you start Nothing's, talking. Yeah, it's like, so that's what sucks about news these days. I don't believe half the shit that is actually true. Like, I really honestly thought the Ku Klux Klan was put out of business by uh, the Southern Law Poverty Center. Can we get a current, how about um, current, me like how many current members does the Ku Klux Klan have? Because I bet you it's not nearly what it used to be, but I'm sure that it's still a thing. Well, that's not the the secret society we want to be a part of at all. N no, of course But I not. think we should put... Uh, is, from there, it's, it's 2017. It's still based in 22 states. I mean, you know. Okay, ready? Fun game. Name the states. Don't look, don't look, don't look. Oh, don't yeah. Because it's in that report. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, we can get... There's 22, right? Alabama, so, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia, Louisiana, Louisiana, Arkansas, Texas, Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee... Uh, it's probably in Idaho. Um, it's definitely in uh, in Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. It's got to be in Kansas. Washington State, Montana. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely in Montana. Yeah, definitely. And Kansas. And uh, there's probably like, what else? Vermont. Well, Illinois. It's, there's, it's in Illinois and Indiana and Ohio. Um, Not Alaska. It, we got Do we close. name them? Do we name them? Let's see, there's got to be the list. Okay, Missouri or Mississippi. Mississippi. We didn't even oh, say yeah, Mississippi. That's kind of that the most the obvious. Number one. Yeah. Kentucky, we didn't say Kentucky. Tennessee, Texas, Arkansas, Georgia, Georgia Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, I did yeah. not see Maryland coming. The Carolina, okay. West Virginia, we didn't say West oh, Virginia. That was where Charlottesville yeah. was. Illinois is there, Louisiana. Maine. Maine? I didn't see Maine. Maine? Michigan, I didn't see. New York? Really? No. Oklahoma. Oh, probably in New York City. Yeah. Pennsylvania and Washington. No, we didn't get it all right. God dang it. There's, I guess you can't judge a book by its cover. Mm. So if there's any secret societies out there, like hardcore ones that we didn't name. Uh, that want new members. Yeah. Hey, man. You want two new members with a platform that will destroy your secrecy. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are looking for, if your secret society is looking for someone who can't keep a secret. <laughs> yeah. I was a member of a fraternity. Yeah, I know you were. Yeah, but I Can I ask really... you this? Because sure. that, that, there were some people that I, I had a roommate and then he joined uh, a frat. I went to a really small school, so it was, yeah. you know, extremely small. I didn't Guess join. like this. Huh? <laughs> so there was like that point where it's a friend of yours and you go, hey, so like what really is like the secrets? And they were like, can't tell you, man. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, do you really buy into the secrets of the fraternity? Like, uh, no, but you know what? You know what I found out later is like, I remember trying to do the secret handshake to Guy Fieri, mm -hmm. and he was because he's an ATO, mm -hmm. and he was like, uh, he was like, hey, uh, yeah, we did ours different. <laughs> I was like, oh, and it kind of defeats the purpose of having a secret handshake. But I mean, like, so when you were in it, though, yeah, you I, were... I was hardcore. I would not, I would not tell a fucking soul. And I wouldn't then... tell it on here right now. Really? I, oh yeah, because I would, I would be destroyed. Like every ATO would just be like, turn their back on me and be like. Why, why when you could not tell it, you know? Right, right. And it's it, so easy not to tell. But I, are they significant secrets? I mean... Do yeah, you, you know what's fun is I uh, I sprinkle them through my act. You do? Yeah. And then if ATOs will come up and be like, I got that. Oh, really? Oh, it's fun as fuck. Yeah. Oh. Little Easter eggs. You have little Easter eggs in the act. Yeah. 
Okay. A little Easter egg. Sometimes I'll say I did something, and you'd be like, "Wow, it's so odd that you said it that way." And that's for and that's, it's for guys in the fraternity that go, "Oh, shut the fuck up." Really? Yeah. So like do you, the was the was being in the the fraternity meaningful to you? Oh, yeah. I would say it's two events in my life. See, I I grew up around women, so many women that I was super sensitive, super soft. And I didn't know how to interact with men. Like my dad was a man, but he was a lawyer. Yeah. He ran marathons. So he wasn't like, he, you know, going to an all boys Catholic high school and joining a fraternity were two things that um, helped shape, helped shape me who I am today. Yeah. Going to an all boys Catholic high school was the best decision I ever made. And I know push agrees with me uh, when it comes to, she went to an all girls Catholic high school. That's right. It's one of the greatest experiences I've ever had. And it, and it turned me into the guy I am today. I learned that, like it was cool to get rid of the idea of like being cool to pick up chicks or having to ha- cross. You could over. really be yourself. You could, and you were at school, so you could just be yourself. It was a hundred percent yourself. And in being yourself that much of the day, there are parts of your personality that you discovered that you may not. I don't believe I would have discovered had I been around women. When I went to, when I was in eighth grade, I was like, I was eighth and seventh grade. I was really cool, like like cool, mm-hmm. and um. And there were a lot of parts of me where I didn't know who the fuck I was. Like, but I knew that it was ex- being accepted. So I was just doing more of that. And then I got to All Boys Catholic High School and I started doing that. And then I was like, wait, who the fuck is this? And then it was all about, all that just fucking shaved off me. And by the time I graduated, I was 100% me. Like, I didn't give a fuck about, I didn't give a fuck about a lot of stuff. Then when I went to, a, to college, I joined a fraternity. I found out that I was genuinely funny. Like freshman year, I found out I was like in all intents and purposes, hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I would do, we go to chapter and I would basically do stand up at chapter where I would sit in the back and just heckle. And I would say things that I would say, I would go, how the fuck did I think of that? Like so quick. One of the funniest things I ever said in, in our fraternity, and this got me kicked out of a meeting. I was in a fight with my buddy, Eddie Fernandez. Eddie lived with me and he had kidnapped my dog. It's a long story. Mm-hmm. And so, so we were, we were not speaking at the time, but he was living with me, but we weren't speaking at the time. And he was the, so he was the head of homecoming and, uh, and it was falling apart. Like we were with the, with, uh, KD, I think yeah. it was KD or Cap Alpha Theta. We were with KD or DG, one of them. And, uh, and it was falling apart. And he said something about the homecoming. And I made a joke about how it was falling apart. And everyone laughed. And Kurt Agliano said, uh, hey, that's one strike. Okay? So at three strikes, he got kicked out of the meeting. So he goes, says another thing about, about homecoming with DG. And, uh, or Tridel. Homecoming with Tridel. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, and I make another joke. And everyone, <laughs> uh, this is not going to be as funny as it was in the room yeah, of course. then. but. Yeah. Everyone fucking laughs, and Kirk goes, "Hey, that's strike two. And he goes, "Bert, I hear one more joke about Tridelt or about homecoming, and you're fucking out of here, okay?" And I go, "I understand that." And he goes, "All right, Eddie, proceed." And under my breath, I go, "All right, two Tridelts walk into a bar, and the place went fucking bananas." Yeah, and and it was like, and they couldn't even deny that it was like, which, but it was like so. I learned how to be funny in that group of men, right? And I think it's my personality today. It's why it's why I do what I do. I think had I gone to a all a an integrated school yeah. with like co-ed and co-ed school I would have been a dandy I would have been like <laughs> you would not have been a dandy I might have I, but I, I really honestly like my lowbrow fucking goofball sense of humor was shaped by those was groups. shaped by yeah. dudes and yeah. by but for, I would say for you it was probably locker rooms 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think it's that I moved so much. So I was always trying to make a new group of people laugh. Really? Yeah. And it's I think so sports funny. sports play a, a part in it for sure. For sports, yeah, that's where you like, you know, you kill in the locker room or on the team bus. Yeah, oh. it makes you feel like you're, you know, you're definitely got something else going for you. But Dude, on a bus? Oh, yeah. I miss buses. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a team bus ride is like a bonding experience like no other, man. I used to murder on bus rides. Of course. Like, I mean, I would get on a bus ride, Tom, and I would have so much material prepared. I would, I mean, you understand, like, that was like the only time I ever got really? to go. Really? You prepared material. Oh, I'd be like, I'd be like, all right, here we go. We're gonna do, uh, we're gonna do. Like, I, I would, I, I bus rides. I miss that so much. I yeah, miss that. Fun. I wish there was a way I, I could be put on a. bus I was right talking now. to to an NFL player once. About, By the way, public buses are not as much fun. No, definitely not. No, I told him that I said, you know, the only thing that's like exactly that's similar between a high school athlete finishing their career after high school. And a professional athlete finishing their professional career, he was like, they're not similar. I'm like, no, no, but this part is. The part that's similar is that when either one is done, that camaraderie is done. So yeah. you you play professionally, you're of course a way better athlete. But when it's over, you're like, oh, the the fun, like the hanging out is over. That's the bummer about sports ending after high school is you're like, oh, like those bus rides, the practices, the getting together to bullshit about the game or whatever. Like those are the most fun parts, man. That's what I like about being on a tour bus is it's, you get up in the morning. It's just like that. everyone's in and you start breaking balls about the night before. Yeah. Like you're bringing like more people now. I makes, love it. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I didn't even realize I'm saying I wish I could get on buses and I have a fucking tour bus. You do have a bus. But, yeah. it, but I love that busting balls. It's a reason like, the reason that I would that I keep we keep saying like we should tour together is I just want those mornings yes where you're waking up and everyone's having coffee and everyone's like so what happened to you last night yeah. though that moment though I there are things in life where I, my heart skips a beat those moments or the best is dude I wish I could recreate the camp scenario where everyone's in bed and everyone's talking shit to each other from bunk to bunk to bunk just like that was that the one of the hardest that you know when you remember fucking almost puking oh that you're because you're laughing so hard i remember one on a a camping trip like uh it was it was a school trip and it must have been in uh it's like we went to i don't know some fucking camp place and i guess we were probably in uh seventh grade i think we we're in seventh grade and one of the kids his name was eric mitchell and he was tall and he was goofy and his dad was a chaperone, but you could tell a reluctant chaperone. Like, you know, some of the chaperone dads are like, hey guys. And yeah. then there's the ones who are like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah. Like, I don't know, his wife made him do it or something. And we were all up late just goofing around. It's probably like, I don't know, 11 o'clock at night and they had lights out at 10. And we kept talking and he was, and the dad, the chaperone was like in the next room. So we could, he could hear us talking. He was like, be quiet. Like, we're, <laughs> Trying to go to sleep. And we were like, all right. So then <laughs> we're in bunks. And then like we keep talking. I'm like saying something to the kid over there. And like we're just goofing around. And he's like, I said be quiet. 
and like you know that like, you gotta be quiet and then on the third time and there's like we're also we're seventh graders right yeah. and this is a kid's dad he goes shut the fuck up and like <laughs> i laughed to like to the point of like paralysis i could i couldn't breathe oh <laughs> i could not breathe oh. and i i still remember i don't remember I just remember it happening i remember laughing so fucking hard that i i i I, I basically almost threw up in, in Dude, the bunk. The hardest I ever laughed in a camp scenario, we were in 10th grade, maybe not 10th grade, maybe 11th grade, and we go to this place called Windy Gap. Yeah. And Windy Gap was a Christian youth camp, and you went there because you go go skiing. So you go there over winter break, your whole, everyone, like it was like a young life thing. Yeah. But everyone just went to go skiing, right? Yeah. So we go... We go up there. We all we all smoke jailhouse joints where you put toothpaste on a cigarette, uh-huh. or all smoking cigarettes. You're probably supposed to do any of this shit, smoking cigarettes. And t- three of my buddies, who I still couldn't even tell you who it was, except for the one guy, Sal, all go out in the woods to get drunk. Sal gets so drunk that we go into confessional or whatever you're supposed to, do, and he throws up. Right, so they pull Sal out. They pull Sal out. They take him to the nurse. He's throwing up. They find out he's been drinking. They take him back to our room, and they're like. And it's now it's nighttime and we're all in bed and we're like, well, everyone's talking about what happened to Sal. They bring Sal in and he lays down on, on the, on the floor, on the, in his bunk. Right. And they're like, and they're like, Sal, we're coming back for you. We're putting you on a bus tonight and we're sending you home. The only way you can get out of that is if you tell us who else you were drinking with. Now, two of the people in our bunk rooms have gotten drunk with Sal and they leave. Right. Then they come back and it's the whole staff and they're at our door. It is pitch black. It's probably 10 o'clock at night. They're putting a bus, Sal on a bus at midnight unless he tells it who it is. It is such a serious moment. And they go, Sal, now tell, they're all standing at the door. They go, tell us who you were drinking with. And he goes, I don't want to go home. And they're like, just give us a name. He goes, I'm sorry to do this, but I was drinking with Jack. And they're like, Jack who? And he goes, Jack Mehoff. And they're like, Jack Mehoff? And we are crying right and yeah. they're like who's jack me off who's jack me off <laughs> and we are it's like the and we're dying laughing it's like is jack in this room hey turn the lights on we gotta find jack and he goes i'm kidding i'm kidding i was drinking with i was drinking with uh with amanda and they're like amanda who and he goes amanda hugging kiss and so we're dying laughing and they're like this is not funny this is not funny and he just goes jimmy jimmy is your wife here and he goes and she pops in and goes, i am here sal do you want to talk to me? And he goes, no, I just want to tell you you're a fat whore. And we're all like, we're like, oh shit. He's like, get my bus ticket ready, motherfuckers. I'm going home before I sell someone out. Puts him on a fucking bus. He took a bus back to Tampa. Oh, Dude, shit. we were, it was like one of those moments where we were like, yeah. oh, you can't do anything to us? Yeah. Oh, dude, I fucking, I yeah, love that, that shit. That's classroom stuff, man. I remember I got, I got detention in fifth grade. In fifth grade. The punishment, the detention there was that you just didn't get to go out for recess. So that was yeah. called detention. And I met, I got taken out of recess like twenty five times for saying things in class. But and it's so not you. Like you're you're such a quiet, mild mannered dude. But if I found a moment to say something, <laughs> I remember one time somebody somebody was doing like a it was fifth grade, we're ten, and she's doing a presentation about her grandmother, and she uh, she showed a picture of her. And I was like, is she alive in that picture? <laughs> and uh, and uh, somebody, one of the teacher was like, if you make one more comment like that, you know, you're not going to. And I just, she kept talking and I made another comment about her probably being dead. And then she was like, I mean, people laughed and then they're like, 
you don't get recess. And I was like, yeah, but I never get recess. So, <laughs> Isla, yeah. Isla, when, when Isla was, was uh, she got in trouble for flushing her socks down the toilet when she was in like kindergarten. Yeah. And then and we were like, Flushers. and we're like, and we go, hey baby, my wife's like, Leanne's like, you should talk to her. So we're walking to Gelson's and I said, uh, I say, hey, Isla, I heard you got put on the bench for recess again. And she's like, yeah. She's like in kindergarten. And I was like, well, what is that? Didn't that bum you out not to be able to do recess and you got to sit on the bench? She goes, ah, the good games don't start until I get off the bench. I said, what do you mean? She goes, I, I mean, I create all the good games. So they're just waiting for me to get off the bench. <laughs> I go, baby, but what about Lily? Like Lily doesn't seem like she gets put on the bench that much. Isla looks at me dead in the, she's in kindergarten. Looks at me and she goes, hey, dad, Lily doesn't take enough chances. And I'm like, oh, my God. Lily doesn't take enough chances. She got in trouble again did... for playing Eyes Closed Karate. She created a game called Eyes Closed Karate with all the kids in her class, and they knocked a kid unconscious. <laughs> they were just closing their eyes, swinging, and this kid's like, I want to play. And, and bonk. Just did, did Isla, because uh, Ellis is doing this thing where, let's say he, you know, he's trying to climb in this chair and he falls. I go, are you all right? He'll go, stop asking me, <laughs> like immediately. And I'm like, what? Dude, I got to spend more time with Ellis. This fucking kid seems brilliant. I'm like, dude, I'm just asking if you're okay. And he goes, stop it. <laughs> stop it. And I'm like, anytime. Anytime I'm like, you all right? He's like, shut up. I'm fine. I'm like, God damn. Stop asking. Look at, his, look, at his, look at his brother. Look at this fucking guy. Yeah. He's like, these guys. I'm like, dude, you fell. He's like, shut up. I'm fine. Uh. I remember one time, Isla, Isla, have you seen the, the video of the girl eating a jalapeno? I, I reposted it. I reposted on my thing. I remember one time I sliced jalapenos and Isla goes, uh, try been little girl jalapeno. It's fu the funniest fucking thing. It's on my Instagram. Uh, that would be in my stories. It's probably deleted. Oh. Um, yeah, follow me on Instagram. The, uh, uh, I just got TikTok because of you guys. The, oh, it's good. Is I'll it? send you some good talks to get started. Um, I saw David Dobrik do this uh, uh, elephant pace challenge. Hmm. It's fucking insane. Which girl is it? Is it this girl? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Play this. Wait, did you put headphones on? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. How did you know? Oh, yeah. You just typed it in. Oh, that's a good picture of you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good picture. Hey, hey, That's screen, my new headshot. In my screen, grab that. Screen, grab that, and send it to me. I'm putting that on my Instagram right now. Screen, grab that. Control Alt Four, whatever. <laughs> screen, grab that, and send that to me. I will have artwork before uh, this show's over. Okay. All right, play this. This is fucking hilarious. What you got? What is that? Kind of a mean mom, right? A little bit. No. Zoom in on, z do, go full screen. You got to see this kid's face when she realizes. Is it good? Is it spicy? Wait, do you see this kid's face, Tom? Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Look at that fucking face. Is that not fucking great? Yeah. I Dude, mean, the next... that's how you sell some tickets. Do that to Ellis. Give him a jalapeno. <laughs> and then watch him just go off like a trucker, like an ice road trucker who went off the fucking side of the road. 
Motherfucker, cocksucker, dad. Spits, Stop looking at me. He spits shit out all the time. It would just be, he would just go like, uh, and he would just like fucking throw it. He throws food across the room. For real? He's, he's like, uh. And like, dude, don't throw the fucking food that you just chewed up across the room. He's like, I don't like it. You and Push should go on vacation and leave your kids with me and Leanne. Yeah. And Georgia and Isla. Yeah. And we'll just, we'll, we'll just. Zoom them up for you. <laughs> Ramp them up. Teach them some we new should, tricks. We should maybe wait a beat. <laughs> I don't know if you want it. You want an 18 month old? <laughs> oh, fuck. That's how old that one is? Yeah, man. Jesus. Yeah. Not, yeah. No, you, oh. He's starting to figure out like he's way ahead of stuff. And he's starting oh, for to. For real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, uh, <laughs> he's starting to figure some shit out. And then he's big and he's like, he's like, oh, I can like. He's a, he went out and he punched his brother the other day. He's starting to figure stuff out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's kind I of like fun. This. It's fun. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, Uncle Bert will come over. You should come over and and, uh, and have some fun with them. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm going to get high as fuck. They're a good time. Yeah. And fucking, do they, are they dick punchers? No. Go, good. Yeah, I know. No, dick punchers are rough, man. No, they're, they're not into that. But Boys are, t- I'm not always super comfortable around boys because they're like, I remember we had a friend whose son was masturbating all the time. Yeah. And they're like, hey, man, you can't play with your pee-pee in front of people. If you want to play with your pee-pee, you got to go to your room. And he was like, oh, okay. And they're like, and I, the dad was telling me, he's like, yeah, we've been working on it. We've been working on it. And then one day we're at a barbecue and he comes in over to us and he's like, hey, I was going to go play with my pee-pee in my, my room. Does anyone else want to come? And we all looked at each other like, <laughs> any takers on this one? <laughs> I'm in a hard pass on that one, buddy. Ellis just walked in with me to uh, Starbucks the other day, and I look, and he's got his hand down his pants, just one hand, and he's just looking around, just one hand in his pants. I go, what are you doing? He's like, I'm holding my penis down. <laughs> and I go, well, don't. And he's like, he's like, I have to. And I go, why? <laughs> my penis down. I go, what? He goes, to hold it down. And I go, but not here. Take your hand out. He goes, if I take my hand out, then I won't hold my penis down. And I'm like, just, and I keep trying to get him to stop. Then I go, just do it. Just, then, you, then you just like, fuck it. And you put your hand in your pants. Yeah, You're like, I'm fine. Like, We're together. My, holding my penis down. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking amen. What do you think he's going to be when he grows up? Oh, something uh, like not a corporate job. Oh, you know really? I mean? No. Ellis will be like. Uh, you know, I'm fucking, uh, I'm distilling in, in an archery range. Yeah. He's going to do something on his own. And then I see, you know, Julian as being like, oh, I'll get a job, like a per, like a normal. Yeah. No. Ellis will run, be, run books. Ellis is going to be doing something that uh, most people would think of as a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I think Lee, I think that's the same. Georgia will have a job. Yeah. I Georgia gets a job at Fox. Working in publicity, right? Right, gets it through Cotty, like gets done with college early. And right away, she's like, "Dad, I have my four hundred one k. I'll set up." And you're like, "Jesus, okay." I'm like, "I don't even know what a W two is." And then Isla will be like, "I'm making jam, Dad. I need a ticket to Ibiza." (laughs) Like what? I'm DJing next week, making jewelry. (laughs) Wait, are you a porn star? (laughs) Is this code for porn star? Oh yeah, like your Harry Beaver fan, dude. I saw the craziest fucking porn the other day. Yeah. Where the guy runs, where the guy runs over naked down the street to fuck his, her because she's like, I don't want to, I want a new, I'm not, I don't not fuck me or I'll get a new daddy. What's that? No, I don't know what that one is. Oh, that's a good one. No, it's Japanese. It, the premise is a Japanese guy can freeze time, so that it's all actresses and actors. They're on a subway, and then the Japanese guy goes, 
freeze. Freeze. And then he fucks them. And then they just go like this. And then he just fucking plays with their body, lays them down, comes on their face, and then unfreezes them. (laughs) And they're they're like, like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. But it's such a weird. That's so cool. How how far did you make it? (laughs) I I fast forwarded. It's all until I got to the things. It's all pixelated. And I'm like, oh, Oh, come on. You can't be this fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, I don't know if it's just Japanese porn stars. But Japanese porn stars, I'll say Japanese porn stars, make a lot of noise when they do shit. Like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's really fucking. Like, you like it? No, no, oh. not at all. Oh. Hey, oh, this is what Ron said. This is why Ron called me racist. Oh, yeah, yeah. You ready? Yeah. He goes, name one black porn star, not a guy. Okay. Can you? Uh, yeah. Who? Um, um, honey. You're making this Gold. Up. Honey gold. Type in honey gold. Let me see this. This is a real person. Yeah, type in honey gold porn. Honey gold porn. New honey gold videos. Type in. Ooh, she's not black. She's She's, Asian. She's half black. She's fucking beautiful. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know how I stumbled across her. That's crazy. So, um. I couldn't name one female black porn star. Well, I can't. I guess I can't really name. And he was like. Oh, what's the one that blocked us? Diamond. It's like, oh, you got my pussy talking to you now. That one. She blocked you. Yeah, she blocked us because we we have a clip of her where she go where she uh, queefs <laughs> as this guy's fucking her, and she goes, "Oh, you got my pussy talking to you now." <laughs> and so we kept playing that drop, and then we're like, "Let's talk to her." So all the fans started hitting her up. Yeah. And then she blocked she blocked all of us. Diamond Jackson. That might be her. Is that you know? Oh, the only one that anyone could name was Lawrence Fishburne's daughter. What? Lawrence Fishburne's daughter is a porn star. I might I might have that wrong. No, yeah, Wait, she's a, a porn star, or she did a sex. She's tape? a porn star, really? I think so. Which is so odd because uh. it's like because then, but then I said I'm going to pose this question to you, right? What would you rather do? What's her the tragic Montana? Life, I guess she must have passed. Oh man, come that on, that's not fun. Oh no, he just disowned her. He did? Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of have to. No, you don't. Uh, they ruined porn for you. That's true. That's the part you're upset about. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Now what am I supposed to jack off to? Yeah. Real cool. Real cool. I, I, can't, I can't go on a random search now because of you. Yeah, I can't just fucking... So wait, what, here's what I said. Would you rather, okay, same money, same money, same amount of respect. Imagine if por- there was no stigma to doing porn. Okay. And I know that there's feminists that say there is no stigma, but I think there's a little stigma. There's a stigma. There's a stigma. Um. If there's no stigma to doing porn and the money is identical, mm-hmm. what would you rather do? Have a multi-camera sitcom or a, where you tell jokes written by writers that you're not in love with or a multi-camera sitcom where you and the four characters just fuck each other every fuck week? Fuck each other every week. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and we always have surprise guests. Hey, it's Danny DeVito. (laughs) I was going to think in another direction, but sure, okay. (laughs) You know, like a different hot chick walks in. Oh, yeah, my bad. (laughs) Hey, Danny DeVito. It's Condoleezza Rice. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Can you imagine double teaming a chick with Danny DeVito? Like, you're... You're in. You're. <laughs> I can't imagine yeah. double teaming a chick. First off, but like you, you're you're in. You're <laughs> you're inside of her, right? She's been. She's on all fours, and you look up, and Devito is getting blown, and he's just like, Bert, like, <laughs> and he says, "Oh, remember when I was the penguin?" <laughs> I mean, 
Do you think your your erection would go down? Would you you would laugh? You'd start laughing. I would laugh the whole fucking time. Yeah. I couldn't. I can't imagine someone I wouldn't laugh having a a train. I guess that's called a train. So wait, did can can what was your driver's name? Ron. Can he name a black female porn star? A lot. He did, he really? Yeah, but if you had to pick the one to have sex with, it's not. She's not black. Who is it? Christy Mack. Oh. By the way, she might be my top one too. She's number one. She's yes. I think she's, she's smoke show. So fucking hot, and she has such an amazing body. Like her body's like bizarre. Like. Perfect ass, yeah. perfect legs, small ankles, small waist, big tits. Who's that? Top Anna Fox. So these are the top porn stars of two thousand twenty. Can you make it bigger? The screen. Okay, who we who we have here? Anna Fox. She's hot. Yeah. She looks like oh, she's. You know what's crazy? This is like she's a. Oh teacher. my god! I'm I'm gonna point out something right now that you're. I'm, I wonder if you're gonna see it too. Yeah. What? When white girls are porn stars. Because I'm so well versed in white girl, I can see it on them first. Like there's some telltale porn star signatures to their face that I go, okay, mm-hmm. someone's either a dancer or a porn star. Right. But black chicks just look like hot black chicks. Well, I've only seen one here. But she's in a sweater. She's in a fucking sweater. I know. She's okay. not. She's not, but she looks like she could be working at a hospital. Yep, that's true. Oh, that's that's her. It's the same girl. Oh, that's the same girl. Oh. Kira Noir. I mean, they just look hot. They don't look like porn stars. They just look hot. Right. No, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, she's hot. I might have to get in some black porn stars. Keep going down. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'll do for Black History Month. Uh, <laughs> Aaliyah Hadid. Aaliyah Hadid. Uh, yep. She's okay. Let's see. Who's this? Sarah Banks. Yeah, she looks like a fitness instructor. Yeah, they, they, it's like there's they're telltale signs of like Jennifer, a lot of foxes, huh? Foxes. Jamie. Yeah. Demi. Hey, Demi let's go. Sutra. Let's go to Pakistani porn stars. Are there? I don't know. I couldn't name any Pakistani porn stars. Palestinian porn stars. There's that one girl. That one girl. Uh, that one girl who's a big Florida State fan. Oh yeah, it's Palestinian. Yeah. yeah, well she she's kind of Who are Pakistani porn stars? Shut the fuck up. Who is that? Sh- what does it say? Shaba- Shazia Sahari. Shazia Sahari. Yeah. She's hot. Keep going. This is a oh, fun shit. fucking game. 8 million video views. Hmm. Tongue her asshole and okay. And what is it? It says in her bio, uh, fun for a date. You don't want to be sitting next to her on a plane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't want to be going through TSA with her. All right. Nadia Ali. Oh, I like she's got the fucking mask on. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking sexy. Continue reading. Continue reading. Ooh, Bollywood. Dude, I wish I had sex with an uh, Indian chick. Do it. Make it your side chick. That's what you should do. It's totally opposite direction. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do M- it. Mumbai. Yeah, Mumbai. Do you think if I if I cheated on the Mumbai, I bet, I don't, I've not heard a lot of rumors of AIDS coming out of India at all. There's a zero percent Chance. HIV um, in in India. You should do it. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be shocked if there's if you told me there's no AIDS in India. I'd yep. be like, I believe it. I believe it too. I mean, I'm sure we could probably do. 
Are there AIDS in India? There's 2.1 million people. Third largest HIV epidemic in the world. (laughs) Third largest? Oh, fuck. Yeah, but think about it. There's a... I was just about to go into raw dog in that country. You can, you can, because think about it this way: there's over a billion people in India. Oh, that's why. You so know? that's like when they say, like, uh, when they go, uh, Asians are bad drivers. It's not that Asians are bad drivers. It's just there's twice as many Asians on the road as everyone else. No, um, <laughs> this would be a different. Wait, isn't than that, that? Don't you do you overthink that though? Well, there's not twice as many Asians on the road here. Yeah, there is. No, there's not. There's more Asians in LA than there are in a lot of places. <laughs> like like north dakota montana yeah no that's no no yeah no there's 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 but my point is ready there's double the amount of asians here than there should be because there's so many asians and therefore there's not that much aids in india no you know but no i'm agreeing right? with you but technically there's not a lot of aids in india it's just there's so many people in india yeah that's why there's a lot of aids in india but what i'm saying is that you don't need to wear a condom there by the way, if you're tuning into the show thinking that we know what we're talking about, you know, someone's like, I don't, what is that? Korea Town does have the largest population of Koreans outside of Korea. For real. I don't know. Hey, how about, did you see them t- uh, turn the lights off on the Koreans on the Oscars last night? No. <laughs> they turned the lights off? What? No. Yeah. Did they really? Uh, uh I forget his name, but the guy who wrote uh, Parasite, Parasite yeah. won, won for they won for best picture. They won multiple. He they won original won everything. screenplay, director, international film, and then best picture, right? Yeah, and so they go, he goes up to give his acceptance speech, and then there's translator, and then then uh, I think I, I only caught the tale, but a, a woman went to go speak, right? Yeah, and they were like, "We're done." We cut the lights off on her, and because it's a woman in Hollywood, everyone's like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. Don't you silence her. So then they start cheering. Then the lights go back. Everyone cheers. And then this woman gives a non-important speech. Like everyone's like, all right, cut the lights back off. We're done hearing from this. fucking." Uh, yeah, that was, I was a big, big fan of that film. I, I didn't see it. It's I don't fantastic. know anything about it. Just don't look up anything. Okay. Just watch it. All right. I'm done. Just watch it. I want to see 1917. Yeah. I want to see that. Um, I want to see, I've seen the Joker. I've seen once upon a time in Hollywood. I, yeah, I, those, what did you think about those speeches where, where like everyone was getting uh, political? Did you see? Joaquin? Well, I did. I didn't watch it um, on TV. I just saw online a couple of clips. Uh, oh, I was. I was like, uh, I, you know, I know what they. I know what this is. When I saw the clip of Joaquin, um, uh, yeah, I, I was really happy for the the parasite people though. I, I, I it's, it's such. It's so, so it's so weird to see. It. It's. I, I, I just find, like, I didn't get bothered by what Brad Pitt said. Yeah. Because he kind of took a stand. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he, like. What did Hawking end up saying? Nothing, really. Just like, like we need to speak up for uh, the voiceless. We can do better. I, 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 I basically, what he's technically doing is going, hey, guys, I got into a lot of trouble. Uh, I've been a problematic person my entire career, is what it sounds like he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we all know that. He's like, oh, I was a scoundrel. It's like, don't say scoundrel. You were, I, I have a feeling from what, what it sounds like, you were a bad dude. Yeah. And you got a pass. And you want to acknowledge that you got your pass. So now you're saying we need to stand up and make sure that there are more minorities in the industry, which it's like, okay. So you, like, I don't know. It's, I, it's like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like something. 
it's cool when you see like a person of color say that, you know, like I'm yeah. up here because people, I need to be represented or I need to hire more people. It's just weird when white people preach to people. Yeah. I mean, especially I, rich white people. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm always bored by the, uh, here's what we should be doing. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. We got to wrap this up. Uh, if you are in Tempe, I'm doing a Spanish show there February 20th. My, um, my uh, Las Vegas residency or whatever you want to call it um, shows this year start in March, March 6th and 7th at the Mirage. And then I'm doing a Valley Center, California, Harris Resort, April 18th. That's an English speaking show. Um, more Spanish shows after that. And then back to Vegas, May 29 and 30, July 17 and 18 and October 23rd and 24th, all at the Mirage, all at TomScura.com slash tour. I will be adding a bunch of dates that I announce in April. Um, that uh, well, I'll, I'm sure I'll announce on all the podcasts. Birdie Boy World Tour is off and running. Bert, where are you going to be? Two shows in Indianapolis, one show in Evansville, Louisville, Medford, Massachusetts. I think we've added three shows. Mash Nantucket, we've added a show at Foxwoods. Yep. Portland, Maine, where there is a Ku Klux Klan. We found out today. Super sad. And they get that. free tickets if you No, can. they don't. No, they don't. Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre, Schenectady. We've added a show at the... What is the theater I'm playing in New York? I keep fucking it up. You're doing the Beacon, right? A Beacon. We've added a show at the Beacon. So New York, New York, come out and support. I'm dying to hear... Oh, Matt Bronger. Yeah, he's coming here right now. I think he's here right now. Oh, for real? Yeah. We got to find out what uh, Tom's gossip was that he was dealing with on okay. his phone. Uh, we love you guys. Love, you, love you guys. Bye. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur fartology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears One Cave.